Hello, my friends. You're listening to Grit and Grace. I'm Taverly, and you'll notice that this show has started without any advertising, any music, no fancy intro. It's just me. And I'm doing this because I believe that we have the opportunity for those of us that have a platform for our voices to be heard to utilize that platform to make change. And the only way that we're going to really make change is to stand up and talk about these very, very difficult things that we need to discuss. And I want you to know that I I have been spending like all of this time, like many of you, in deep emotions and in, I guess, shame is the word, shame. I have felt extreme shame in learning more about what I didn't know about racism. And I've been sitting in that. And that's my emotion and my pain. And it's not the time. It's really not the fucking time for us to be talking about our, as white people, our pain. It's not the time. And so I decided to put a pause on my podcast. I had some great, amazing guests and interviews lined up, and I've put them aside. I stopped producing content. I did it under this premise of honoring the emotions our country is feeling, and do you know what has happened is I have, I've been called out. I've been called out. I've been asked why I am not using my platform and using my voice to help spur the change that's needed. And it is definitely, most definitely part of my white privilege that allowed me to just flip the switch for a moment and say, oh, this is too difficult right now. I may say the wrong thing. I might upset the wrong group. So I'm just not going to talk about it. And I realize that that is a privilege that I have to do that. So I'm not going to do that. And some of the things I talk about today, right or wrong, or you agree or disagree, that is totally fine. I honor everybody's opinion in this process. But I'm going to do my best to provide you with resources and solutions to take action. And I recognize that the majority of people listening to this podcast right now are white. And so I am going to be speaking to those of you that are white. And to those of you that are people of color, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that our country has been built on oppression. I'm sorry that I did not take the time on this podcast and on any of my platforms to address racism before now. I'm sorry that I didn't do that. We've spent a lot of time on this show talking about how women are struggling to catch up and how the gender issue exists. I've spent a lot of time talking about gender issues. Many of my guests have brought forward their challenges, their issues, their solutions. We've talked about gender, and that has been a platform that I hold so tight. But we've never talked about the oppressed because of the color of their skin. And so the other reason that I have had a pause in producing much content and Although I I am doing a lot of work on TikTok, many of you that know me know that I've been building um, all of my information and content on TikTok around spirituality. So I have been participating in that platform, but everywhere else, I've been silent. And I'm, I'm 
coming to you to tell you that I did that because I'm deeply conflicted. I'm deeply conflicted. And it makes me super emotional to talk about how important it is for me to acknowledge that I grew up in a family and with friends that work in law enforcement. I have several good friends and people that I love very dearly in my life right now that are police officers. And I know their heart and I know the work that they do every day to keep our communities safe. And it's been very difficult for me to hold that space at the same time as wanting to see an end to racism. And I understand that there needs to be systemic changes. And I understand the, the statistics on police brutality. Like I, like I hear it. I see it. I know it. And I also know many, 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 many good police officers that commit their life to service for nominal pay they wake up every day and put on a uniform and go out and fight against some of the hardest things that you can ever imagine. When your neighbor's child is assaulted or is raped or is experiencing some massive amount of trauma, no matter the color of your skin, we rely upon the police to help us and protect us. And they do that. And I know it because I've seen it. I've lived it. When you get in a car accident on the side of the road and the first responder is a police officer and they perform CPR to keep you alive, that matters. I grew up in a really small town in Lyons, Colorado, and one of our closest family friends was the police chief, and she was the first female police chief in the state of Colorado, and she was very close with my family. And I watched her be harassed on a regular basis. I have been called um, a pig, a pig lover, a pig supporter. I have also experienced a a significant amount of um, fear around being a part of a family that backed and lived with and supported law enforcement. And so here's where my confliction lies. I am equally supportive of police officers that do their duty with the highest level of intention. And I equally support ending racism. And I stand here, actually I'm sitting, but I'm here to tell you that yes, I understand and support that black lives matter. So this is why it's been difficult for me to have this conversation, because anytime that I go on social media and I see posts that say, the only good cop is a dead cop, you're talking about people that I love. And many of you listening know and also love police officers. And then the next video I watch is George Floyd dying. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Aubrey, two astronauts on a reusable rocket being sent into outer space, a pandemic. 
and the worst of humanity coming out all at the same time. So I have just felt in this space that who who am I to be another white woman to talk about what's happening in our world? Who am I? Do you know, is, is it my place? Do I have something worthy to say? What am I doing to be a part of the change? And this is the important part of this conversation is what am I doing and how can I help you figure out what you can do to be a part of the change? Because the truth is, people, we, the white people, created this oppression. We did which means we are going to be a part of the solution to end it. My my 19-year-old daughter, um, yesterday morning, I believe it was, sat me down and we've been having deep internal, internal conflict even in my own family on what's happening, on how to participate safely in protesting, how to stand by and support Black Lives Matter. And yet, how do we still support the people that we love that are police officers? Like, where is this clash happening? And I want you to know that I do not know a single police officer that wants to see another Black person harmed by the police. I know that. And yes, I am aware that there are there are always going to be bad actors in every group, society, niche, um, Everywhere there are, there are going to be issues that need to be solved. And I agree with that. I, I, I get it. I promise I get it. But my daughter said to me, Mom, why aren't you talking about this on your podcast? And I said to her, Well, I explained to her everything I just explained to you. And she said, But Mom, your generation of white women are not the ones taking action. It's my generation. Why aren't you speaking out? And so with that, and with the several many comments and posts that I've received about using my voice, I'm here to tell you that there are things that we can do. And again, remember, I assume that I am primarily speaking to white people on this show. There are things we can do. Posting on Instagram a blackout picture and just staying and then going using another social media platforms is not action. It's not, it's not the time to be quiet. It's not the time to sit back and just see what plays out. Now, it is a time to listen. Yes, it's a time to listen and it's a time to learn, but it is not a time to be quiet. If we caused this issue, if our if our ancestors as white people caused this issue, and this is more than just black lives, this is all people of color. Our country has been built on slavery and racism. End of sentence. It's our jobs to determine how we are going to be a part of the solution moving forward. And here's a couple of things that you can do. Number one, educate yourself understand how we got here and how it started and who's responsible. Like truly educate yourself, not the textbooks you read in school, not the mainstream media that's always going to have a skew on it, not the political parties that have something to say and want to see this continual rise happen. Like really educate yourself. 
and I'll put a list of books that have been recommended to me. Some of them I've read, some of them I haven't. I'll put some books in the link in the show notes. And there's also another podcast called Seeing White that I highly recommend that you listen to. There are also lots of influencers out there. There are community leaders that are posting information that's worthy of you to find. And you know what? It's our job to find the information. It's not our job to call up our Black friends and say, well, can you really explain to me what I don't know? And listen, I I did that. In the last couple of months, I've done that. And I'm sorry that I did that. I'm not putting anything else more on a black person to educate me on what I don't know about being white. That's my job. And understanding what white privilege means is a thing. And you know what? It's, it's not easy. And it feels icky. And it actually should make your fucking stomach hurt. So educate yourself. Find out what it means to have white privilege. Find out what it means and how it feels to sit back and know that your business, your success, your life is built on the detriment of people of color. That's the truth. Our country needs massive change. We need systemic change from the top down. We need better education for law enforcement. Yes, we need better education for teachers. Yes, we need better education for people that are making decisions for us. Yes. But the first thing to do is to understand the problem. Because when it comes time for you to vote, and not just vote in an election, how you vote with your dollars every day in the companies that you support, where do you put your money? What companies stand by equality? And what companies don't? So educate yourself. And then I highly recommend that you find a way to use your voice to make change. That might mean having very difficult conversations with your family or your friends. Or in a lot of cases, if your workplace is not having these conversations, now is the time. We're being called to be bold and be brave and take ownership of our part. Because the situation that we've all seen with Amy Cooper is not so far for many of us. It's not so far. I had a really great conversation with my friend Debbie about recording this podcast today, and I shed a lot of tears. And I tried to pull myself back out of the conversation several times, and I kept trying to say, like, like why? there's so many good people out there that have things to say right now, and they're not. Why is that? There are big influencers, white and black influencers, especially the white ones that have large audiences that are silent right now. Silent. And then I realized, but so am I. Even in my little small slice of the world that I talk to, and however many people listen to this or my other shows, I'm doing that too. And my friend Debbie reminded me that it is actually part of my privilege to be able to be silent. And my life will still go on, and I will still have a greater opportunity for success than people of color. 
So these are the conversations we need to have. These are the conversations you need to have with your friends, within your communities. It's time for white supremacy to end. And I'm saying that as a white person. It's time. It's time for us to find a way to build equality. And I don't have the answers. I I don't have the answers. I know that it's not the time for us to be talking about other tribal wars that have been happening around the world and have been happening in this country for a long time. And I do have a lot of those conversations in my spiritual communities, but now is not the time. Our people of our country are hurting. They're dying. And so it starts with us now. And again, I am I am mainly just sorry that it's taken me this long to understand what I didn't know. And now I know. And now it's my time to take action. There are several nonprofit organizations that are supporting those on the front lines that are really working on the legislation side and really working on the community activist piece because I, I love the idea that protesting right now, what has happened, has been the tipping point for change. And I still sit here and and struggle because it's created, as I mentioned, lots of conflict around a lot of people that I love. I'm an advocate for change. And I will support all of the organizations that are working in a step-by-step process to see this change happens. Because the truth is, is that this is going to be a slow process for us to unravel what it has been, what we have been built upon and build something new. It's going to be a slow, long process and it's going to take all of us. And it's especially going to take those of us that are white to stand beside our brothers and sisters and make this happen. Put your dollars where it matters. Put your time into learning. Support and volunteer with organizations that need you. And if you have a platform, if you have an audience, if you have a Facebook page that people follow, use your voice. Take a moment to use your voice and say, this is what I am committing to doing. Not because it's about you, because this isn't about me. Although this is me talking, this isn't about me. I saw... I want to address a couple of things. I saw a whole bunch of posts um, in the last couple of days basically telling white people to shut the fuck up. I have seen a lot of posts um, during the Blackout Tuesday, which I did not do because there's something eerily creepy to me about putting a black picture on social media and then doing nothing else. That's not enough. I mean, if you're doing a whole bunch of other action items to support your stance, okay, But a trending hashtag and a trending blank post is not going to equal change. So if you have a platform, or if you have a voice, or if you have the ability to speak with your community, in your business, with your friends and your family, have these conversations. Ask each other what you don't know. Share resources, volunteer together, speak loudly, 
And trust me, I know that this is a hard conversation to have. It's hard to take ownership of this problem that exists in our country. I also want to recommend that you do some research in your cities and find out what businesses are Black-owned and support them. Because here's the thing, in order for us to reverse oppression, what are we willing to sacrifice for that to happen? And this is more than you know, just doing rituals. And, you know, I'm a part of a lot of groups. We do a lot of rituals to keep hearts open and healing. And we provide a lot of the juice and power behind groups. We do a lot of that type of work. And I will continue to do that. But right now, on the human to human level, there's so much more that can be done. And so, I'm here today in this raw format, understanding that my voice is, is not necessarily the one that you, ne- you should be listening to. And I appreciate you taking the time to stay with me this long and supporting this show. I believe it is my responsibility as someone that has a platform for people to listen into important topics to share. I own my part in ending racism. I own it, and I'm still learning every day, and I don't know what I don't know, and I'm still willing to keep having the conversations and keep learning and keep learning and keep learning, and I invite all of you to do the same. And if you don't like what I have to say, that is okay too. So I'm offering this platform, I'm offering my show to anyone that wants to join me and have this conversation. I'm providing this as a space to publicly be willing to declare what your company is doing around diversity and inclusion. And I will put a few resources, especially in the Colorado area, to Um, businesses that are Black-owned, that are around diversity and inclusion, that can help you and your company figure out how you can do better. I will include those links as well. But this is a place, if you want to have a conversation with me, no matter how difficult it might be, I offer that to you. You can contact me and we will have this conversation. We can record it and we cannot record it. And I don't want anyone to profit from this podcast. So there will be no ads added in at the end. And in fact, all of June's podcasts, promotions will be noted, be donated to the Black Lives Matter organization. I have struggled very hard in this podcast to not be emotional, and I'm doing that not because I want you to not see it, but because this isn't about me, and my pain is irrelevant in this moment. 
So I'm going to continue to bring shows to you. There may be more raw ones like this. I do have some amazing guests who are willing to talk about privilege. And we'll talk about things like forgiving the unforgivable. That we'll talk about things like understanding and owning how to have a conversation with someone that doesn't agree with you. And I encourage you to reach out to those that you may have lost friendships with over this and try to open a healthy dialogue instead. Many of my friend groups are split down the middle. Many families are being torn into pieces. And all of this is nothing in comparison to what it has been like to be black in the United States. So the things that are mattering to you and the pain that you're feeling in this one week, in this one week of most of our lives, it's been one week that we have felt this pain. People have been living with that for hundreds of years. So thank you for listening. And if you would like to get in touch with me, my contact information is in the show notes. Go do your work. It's time for all of us to go do your work.